0: into something that all four of us are very passionate about we love fantasy football uh, i started playing fantasy football i think around 2012 um andrew might have been 2011 2012 too patrick's probably in the same boat josh
1: when did you play in 2011 2011 my uncle's work league won my first year and uh his yahoo oh, really? fantasy league was work league.
0: so patrick was actually till 2014 he kind of just jumped in when we all jumped in um it brings more of a competitive aspect to our NFL season. We love watching fantasy football. Um, I have two leagues this year. We've always done a redraft league, but we moved into more of a dynasty league. And if you don't know what a dynasty league is, Andrew's going to explain it all in just a minute, just kind of about how it works and what we're doing with it and how we're going to make it into the closest thing that we can get to being GMs in the NFL. So, Andrew, kind of just go over what an NFL dynasty fantasy football team is.
2: Yeah, so it's, like you said, it's like the it's the closest version of fantasy you can get to actually running a team. Um, so we just finished up our 31-round uh, draft, and we flow draft, so it took us about a week and a half so, um, to get it completely done. But, so, we drafted players, we went through and drafted players, we're running a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, three flex spots, a tight end, and then what's called a super flex. A super flex, if you don't know, is you can start, um, you can start a receiver running back like a normal flex position, Um, but for the most. I mean, I don't really know anyone that wouldn't, but uh, you can also start a super a quarterback in your super flex position, uh, which obviously quarterbacks kind of rack up the most points because they just, they have the ball more in their hands than anyone else. You know, every play they have the ball in their hand. Um So it's a super, but super flex league, uh, and then it's, um, the league that we play in is tight um, end premium. So of uh, course it's normal point, point, one point per reception. But for the tight for the tight end position it's um, is 1.5. Um, it's called a tight end premium league. And it just puts a little bit more of an emphasis on drafting tight ends um than most leagues. A lot of leagues you can get away with. uh you definitely really have a really good WR one or W or like one top tier uh tight ends. This league does put a little bit more of a premium on your tight ends. Um but essentially the only difference between Redraft and Dynasty Leagues is that you keep your players um, like you never, like you never, you don't redraft, you keep the same players year after year. Um, And then you have a rookie draft, um, a rookie draft every year, just like the normal NFL would. You can trade your draft picks and things like that. Um, So, yeah, it's it's basically just almost the same thing, except you just keep your players free.
0: Yeah, yeah, so definitely. So, we're we're looking into our, our new our new dynasty league that we picked off. We uh, we're gonna have a trophy. We um, the loser has to send the trophy, pay for all the shipping and stuff. So it's a competitive uh-huh. league. Patrick and Josh
2: still need to pay me.
0: And uh, and we're we got fees for it. We've got a rule book. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty serious serious league that we finally began to start. Um, took a while to draft. Kind of got a little annoying. Um, cool. to and <laughs> it's very true. We we took a trip to Nashville and tried the draft, and that was not fun. But oh, it was fun. I think what we're going to do is we're going to um, today on our podcast. Oh, well. We're just kind of going to go over our first four, four picks, everybody's first four picks, reasons why we picked them, and um, just kind of talk a little bit about why we think these guys are breakout players or why they think we think they hold dynasty value into our league. So. First and foremost, I guess I will begin – no, Josh will actually begin because Josh had the 103 position out of 12 teams. Josh, kind of go over who you picked and why you picked
1: him. Well, I went a different route than I normally would uh, with a redraft league because I usually would never pick a quarterback first. But since it is a super flex, I went Josh Allen because I wanted that young guy that's going to be just solid throughout the years, just that – that good quarterback so I started out with Josh Allen my number one pick got back to me and I guess it was the redraft league in me to where I just started thinking uh Devontae Adams is there I got to pick him he is older so um I'm not sure if that was the wisest choice to pick Devontae Adams but I went with him I wanted that stellar wide receiver and then yeah, I went so, do
0: what so, so, yeah. so you went so you went with Devontae so you went with Josh Allen yep. and Devontae, yeah. Devontae Adams in oh, your first first two picks, so, so at your up. one, the 102 Josh had, had Josh Allen and Devonte Adams yeah. at the 110. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah. so at the one 102 and the 110, we have
2: 10
0: Josh Allen, two ten. Excuse me. Josh Allen and Devonte Adams. Huge upside in Josh Allen. He signed that multi-year contract. Um, something that I I wanted. Nice thing from you. Josh did snobby from me. I'm sitting at the 104 and, and really didn't have much of a choice. Um, biggest thing about our dynasty trap was our 11th overall pick, Bennett OG7, traded with Easton Season, good friends of ours, um, and moved all the way up from the 111 to the 101 and picked Christian McCaffrey first overall, which is an amazing pick. Um, CMC is definitely the number one overall pick. And then after that, Patrick Mahomes was taking, of course. You know, you got to have that, that solid generational quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen went in the 103, and here I am at the 104, not having any idea who I want to pick. Um, didn't really know what to do. I was really debating between a Saquon Barkley, um, De- Derek Henry possibly, and then maybe even the Dalvin Cook pick. Um, really liked Saquon, was going to pick Saquon. Um but just the injury with Saquon, I didn't really know how severe it was and finding out that he was gonna miss time made me go with the ultimate choice of picking Dalvin Cook in the with the one oh four position. Um huge upside in Minnesota right now. Um I personally don't think Dalvin Cook will finish his career in Minnesota. I think he'll go to a better team. Uh, but I did pick Dalvin Cook with my one oh four. Um then I moved down and actually traded up to the, I believe it was the two oh four. So I traded up to a four with a good buddy of mine, Sammy. Shout out to Sammy here, uh, really good guy. We're gonna trade. We traded for picks here. Um, I moved up and acquired Derek Henry. Um, I I wanted Nick Chubb there, but Nick Chubb went right before me. Um, Could have picked Najee thought he was a good selection too but finally ended up selecting derrick henry so with my second pick i selected derrick henry back to andrew andrew you had the 105 correct
2: yeah i took a little bit of the same route um that josh did and luckily he failed to me uh my consensus number one uh 2021 quarterback for fantasy football is kyler murray uh Dual threats uh, quarterback can't do fantasy. We can't do fantasy without a good quarterback. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're a screw. it's screwed. So was that uh,
0: your pick or fantasy pros pick? <laughs> oh my was,
2: take. It was it was my pick. It was 100 percent my pick. Um, a lot of the fantasy pros were wanting Jonathan Taylor or Lamar Jackson um, to go in that to go in that slot. Okay. I was, like I wish I would have thought about it a little bit more and taken my time a little bit. I wish now I kind of would have traded back a few spots. Um, I feel like I could have probably could have gotten probably around the 107 or the 108. Um, maybe it fired know, later on, but Colin took Kyler Murray. The yep. dude, I was happy.
0: Yep, yep. So, Andrew took Kyler Murray with the uh, 105. Andrew did not trade any. Going into the second round. And Andrew, what was your selection in the second round? 2- um,
2: 2 8 I was very surprised by this pick. I'm surprised he failed this far. Um, I was able to select uh, Ezekiel Elliott, much as I do not care for him and his team. Um, I was very happy to get him where he, where he came from. Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, Zeke lost a lot of weight this offseason. Yeah, and their
2: offensive line got healthy. And they very, very true. So, um, there Dallas. Be-
0: as much as nobody wants to say it, if Deck Prescott can perform, Dallas' offense will be special. I don't know if they'll be special enough to. I mean, I think they're oh, special enough to win the division, try. but. The yeah,
2: aftermath is over, so I'll be fine.
0: So we'll see, we'll see. So Andrew had Kyler Murray with the 105 and Ezekiel Elliott at the 208. Moving on a couple picks later, maybe a hot take here and a little mm-hmm. bit of a debate we're going into it um patrick shocked the world with his 107 pick um it didn't shock patrick but patrick who was your 107 selection well uh going in i wanted to build for the future right
1: yes so so let me Uh, let me
0: take this back let me take this back real quick A, a major a major point in dynasty is you do one of the two things you win now or you build for the future Patrick, of course, is building for the future. I'm more in the win now because I want to see everybody else lose now. But go ahead, Patrick. He's building for the future. But last year I had Herbert, I loved him. But he went right before me. And I was only left with the highest rated quarterback coming out of college, Trevor Lawrence. So I went with him. my boy. I love him.
1: I think you could have got him. So you heard it here first.
0: (laughs) The 107 was Trevor Lawrence. It went with his boy. Mm-hmm. So, but I have a question, Patrick. You just mentioned Justin Herbert winning the 106. If Justin Herbert mm-hmm. was sitting there, would you have won him? Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: So you would have taken Justin Herb, Herbert.
1: Yeah. Let
2: me let me ask you this, Patrick. If the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't hold the first overall pick and it was the Jets, and they took Trevor Lawrence, would you have still taken Lawrence at the 107?
0: Mm, I don't like the situation in the Jets. So probably not. What do you not like about the situation in the Jets compared to What the is there to like about the, the situation Jets. in the Jets? The Jets have a better offensive line than uh, the Jets, Jets, Jets have had, had a better receivers. offensive line last year. They also have better receivers. What are you talking about? Shark Week, my guy. I don't trust anything Jets. So Corey Davis. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Patrick 107, Trevor Lawrence. Patrick, where did you move into in the two? You stayed in the 206, right? Yes. Well, it was Metcalf. Had him last year. Loved him. For a little backstory on Patrick, everybody. (laughs) Super true. We we had a redraft fantasy league last year, and Patrick had by far the greatest team I've ever Ever. seen in a fantasy football team. Patrick, tell me a couple players on your team. Quarterback, Justin Herbert. Um, RB1, Jacobs, Chris Carson, James Conner, James Robinson – DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, uh, Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Yeah. Had the Steelers defense. Steelers, so, one, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so 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 basically what we're saying here is Patrick should have been unbeaten throughout the season. But for all you that didn't know, Patrick didn't even make it to the championship. He finished third behind me
1: and Andrew. I'm beating. So uh, if you're wondering where I'm yeah. here. Polluted upon in the draft. I was supposed to have the number one pick, and I was going to get uh, McCaffrey, not, which wouldn't have helped not, me any. But I went down in the draft. So down a, do down
0: do the side road here. Patrick Patrick's a little button hurt. Went with uh, Went with DK Metcalf with the with his uh, with his two hundred six two hundred six. So moving on, we're heading into the third round here. Um, another little bit of a debate here. Beltran, Josh Belton, and I, and then the third round kind of he did battle trying to i was trying to trade up into his spot and he ultimately ended up trading uh for who i wanted but i, I settled so josh you can get
1: well, i kept where i was at so i decided not to trade and this is probably probably my favorite pick if i'm being honest besides josh allen um they said it was tight in premium so i said i'm going with kittle uh, i picked him over kelsey because age wise of course and uh i just trust that kittle um I just trust him more, I think, than Kelsey's. I mean, older he's going to be, I think. I mean, Kelsey is a great pick, which you'll see somebody else got him after. Yeah, I'll
0: just go ahead. I uh, I, took, I took Kelsey with the next pick. I really wanted Kittle there, but I knew I was going to try to go get a um, premium tight end. And what's funny is what's funny is, I got a phone call on my way to Nashville from Patrick talking wanting no tight end and ended up not being Kelsey or Kittle. So, Patrick, could you go with in your – that no, third, round pick. third well, round pick. I went back to back picks, traded away, unfortunately. Or, I guess Dang. you did. Yes, you did. Patrick did go back to back here. I wanted Ridley real bad. He's young, talented. Well, my built for the future, right? I mean, and- Calvin Ridley is like a breakout story, in Dynasty, if nobody's aware of that. Um, wide receiver one for Atlanta. Huge upside in Atlanta. I think he's got a uh, Julio? a perfect perfect place right here. I wouldn't say next Julio. I would say maybe next Antonio Brown. Uh, oh, Pitt. Pitt. I wanted Ridley, and I didn't think Pitts was going to make it back to me. So I traded back. It's tight in premium. He's young. He's talented. He's in a good situation. So I went Ridley Pitts. At what three three oh seven? 3 you went to pitch Ridley,
2: but 10, 3. yeah, three oh six. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what's up with I meant to text you yesterday. Um, any chance you're interested in moving
0: pits? Fuck no. All right. There's – Then you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> so moving on to uh, to Andrew's pick. Andrew actually picked before Patrick, of course. I just thought I'd plug in a uh, quick Kyle Pitts tight end. Section so, Andrew, who'd you have with your um, 305?
2: Uh, 305. I took Stephon Diggs, uh, relatively young player. Uh, obviously, he's got a monster of a quarterback there. Should uh, be.
0: I think Josh Belton agrees. Oh yeah. yeah. I was wanting to pair uh, off.
2: He should time. probably be uh, uh, most likely be after the season. He'll be the wide receiver one at the end of the season. Um, I don't I can't think of too many other than the only really only player I really think that can challenge him as the wide receiver one in fantasy for this year will be Devontae Adams. I Um, can debate that right now. Don't like Devontae Adams because you don't I don't know what's gonna happen to him after this season.
0: Adams? I mean no 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 I I think Adams is a good wide receiver one. Um I don't think he I think him and uh
2: they're going to have a really good season, but Roger's gonna well, think, The Rodgers is going to leave. Well, I think Adams will leave.
0: I think they're both done.
2: Diggs um, is the best dynasty. receiver I
0: think Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams are, are definitely candidates for wide receiver one. But I think CeeDee Lamb has a huge upside in Dallas to be possibly a top three wide receiver and could he's possibly nice Cooper, move in. Amari uh, Cooper is washed up. And he's, he has shot, but I mean, and it is not yeah. I mean, I think C.D. Lamb has huge upside, but okay. Andrew. Yeah, no,
2: I agree. Uh, C.D. Lamb will 100% be a, a top three uh, dynasty quarterback within the next two years or yes. so. But For, as far as the season goes, the only receiver that can challenge Stephon Diggs, um, in fantasy full PPR, Adams.
0: Okay. There we go. So we heard it here, Stephon Diggs to Andrew at the 305. We're going to move back into the fourth round now. Looking at the. Uh, Patrick traded his fourth round pick um, So Patrick traded Due to getting Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts So just as an overview First four picks for Patrick was Trevor Lawrence, DK Metcalf Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley Very, very young, strong team Has huge um, It's a very competitive league So hopefully Patrick can pull out Some wins this year But that's Patrick's top four picks Moving back down, Andrew will go it with you again At the 408 Andrew, who'd you get at four hundred
2: eight? I took Allen Robinson, um, hmm. four hundred eight. Uh, uh, Allen Robinson has been put in a box uh, his entire career. He has had um, he, he he's had a great quarterbacks been throwing to him over the past few years. Yeah, like, he like had Blake Bortles, Bortles and Mitch Trubisky throwing to him. So it's real studs there throwing the ball. For him.
0: Patrick thinks that Blake Bortles is a stud.
2: Blake Bortles is a top five Jaguars quarterback.
1: So who's Chicago throwing the ball to him now? Yeah, that's very true. He, are you are you pulling? Yeah, But
2: Justin dy- Fields, this is dynasty. There's Justin Fields sitting right behind. Yeah,
1: but is uh, Allen Robinson going to be around then? Because if you said Amari Cooper, if we what's his name? Being what's, washed up. What's
0: Allen Robinson's name?
1: Sitting at oh, 28. Yeah. So I mean, if you said Cooper's washed up, then how? What's Robinson with all the injuries he's had?
0: <laughs> Andrew, any?
2: Alan Robinson is a much better wide receiver than Mark. Prime, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll see. So
1: we got a little bit of a uh, debate here. Everyone
2: thought I was nuts a couple years ago for trading Patrick Mahomes away to get Austin Eckler in and win the league. So. Yeah, but no. this
1: is Alan Robinson.
0: <laughs> Very yeah. true. Okay, well, Andrew went. Andrew went. Allen Robinson, four hundred eight. Overview for Andrew. Says the Andrew.
2: guy that wants Stephon or. Uh, dalvin cook packaged in a trade to acquire freaking uh carson Wentz.
0: well besides that they have their takes you got yours <laughs> we got andrews four picks as kyler murray ezekiel elliott Stephon diggs and alan robinson going in at that we're going to move back to me um dalvin cook with mine of course is my first pick i moved up to get derrick henry I'll actually add on to that in a minute, but I went Travis Kelsey in my third round pick and then I moved to DJ Moore in my fourth round pick. Um, I really believe that DJ Moore's got got what it takes in, in Carolina. If that means Sam Darnold as their quarterback or if that means the possibility of Aaron Donald moving, um or not Aaron Donald, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers moving um, to Carolina. I don't think that'll happen. I have got a better plan for, for Aaron Rodgers in his future. But um T.J. Moore was my pick. I think he's got a huge upside. He's young. He's sitting at, at a 24-year-old, 5'11", 215-pound um, lead receiver in Carolina. I think he's got what it takes. But um, after the draft, I moved up, um, had a trade um, to acquire Christian McCaffrey. Um, I can't remember what all the trade was, but ended up getting Christian McCaffrey, uh, got rid of Derrick Henry. So my top four – I guess, overall players, Dalvin Cook, CMC, two of the top – the top two fantasy running backs this year. If they stay healthy. Uh, very true. They stay, my hope is they stay healthy. I pray to God. I, I'm the best team in the fantasy league no matter what. Uh, Dalvin Cook, CMC, Travis Kelsey, DJ Moore not four picks. So, huge upside to win now. I'm trying to keep my bench for the future, but we'll see
1: um, – but yeah, that's my four picks. Josh, where'd you go with your fourth uh, pick? My biggest blunder of the draft. Um, I never would have done this if it wasn't Dynasty, but I went with Travis Etienne, who, Ooh. as you know, is hurt now. Um, hopefully he'll be back, and uh, what all the hype about him will be true, because they said he was catching passes, so I'm hoping that he'll be back. I mean, they said they was going to use him a lot, so I'm just hoping he is back, and that since it is dynasty, we're building for the future that I do have a solid guy in the future. So can't worry about it too much. But uh yeah, I say it's my biggest blunder, but I mean, like Patrick said, I mean, he's building for the future. So I mean I'm yeah. sure as a Jags fan, he's a, he believes ETM. I mean you still hate think he James Robinson man. I the I got shit for up? trading up for him. Yeah.
0: Look what happened. Yeah, now, at least I, his backs don't laugh. Yeah, that. I trade I uh I work out a deal. I'll with trade you Allen
1: Robinson for him. <laughs> trade Allen Robinson for him. For who? For ETN. For ETN. For ETN. Mm, I'll think about it. it no, there's no
2: way
0: I'm doing
1: that. He said there's <laughs> no way he's doing that. No Why way. way. Okay. Well,
0: moving on. That's our first. That's our pick. Um, we talk trades. We do a lot of trading. Um, enjoy it very thoroughly. Um, but that's just our four picks. So we're gonna move on a little bit. Keep going into our dynasty. Uh, our dynasty thoughts and i think we're going to move on to sleepers um who we think they don't have to be on our team uh, who we think is a sleeper in the 2021 season i'll start off with patrick here who he thinks maybe can uh can be a sleeper and show out because of course patrick did the unthinkable one picked up this james robinson dude last year and uh and still lost. and Yes, he's still lost, <laughs> but he still, he still had the by far the, one of the best waiver wire pickups in the 2020 season. So from an Instagram post from the Jags. So Patrick, who do you think is a sleeper this well, It depends on how deep you want to go. Well, let's go deep. We're, We're Dallas, You go real deep, you got Byron Pringle on the Chiefs. Number two, he's playing hard for it. I think he's got a chance. Byron Pringle is the number two? He could be the number what two. What about Nicole two. Hardman? No. He's not playing well. And well, then You got like Damien Harris too, and uh, he and James Robinson with the E.T. injured. He there's no it. way James Robinson. Sleep right well, I mean, yeah, I mean, coming I guess, in. I get it. I get it. I mean, so Brian Pringle. Yeah, if you uh, want to go real deep, real Brian deep Pringle. wide receiver out of from Kansas City, uh,
2: playing for the number two. The number That's two. Long. The the, oh, number, okay. the number two receiver. Yes, in Kansas City. Yeah, because he's going to be the fourth targeted player on that team. But, But, yeah. But. Harry Kill, C.E.H., and then Prinkle. But I do like Prinkle as a deep sleeper. And
0: then you got Josh Palmer. Yeah. He's a stud. He's playing number three at Chargers. It's, uh. You got the fourth read on a good defense. He's going to be open. Yeah, so uh, Brian Pringle is 27 years old, um, standing six foot one. He looking uh, like possibly the the be test, the wide receiver too for for um, Kansas City for Kansas City with Pat Mahomes. Um, definitely there with the exit of Sammy Watkins to Baltimore. I think um, he's got a good he's got a good point. on a sleeper. Um, keep your eye out on Brian Pringle if he's not on your uh, roster now. You might be. I want to pick him up for the 2021 season. So moving on, let's just go into another sleeper that we think. Um, Andrew, you want to give us your take?
2: Uh, am I supposed to give you two?
0: No, you can just give us one. Patrick just. Okay. Patrick's got all the sleepers. He's just a sleeper. Gosh. He sleeps when it comes to fantasy football. You
2: want get I'm going his leg. <laughs> Mine is um, by far. Um, he's on my team I acquired him in a trade not too long ago um it's Darnell Mooney another wide receiver for the Chicago Bears um if you have not seen um videos of Mooney last year you need to go and watch them on YouTube um there is specifically one that they're playing against the, the Rams um the uh, Mr. Bisky of course, is the quarterback. And this man, Darnell Mooney, puts the best cornerback in the league, Jalen Ramsey, on his rear. That washed-up cornerback? Yeah. Yeah, if he's still in Jackson, he's going to be, oh, my God, yeah, he's definitely the best. But since he's not playing – You're for-
0: following the hype on one video. Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> anyway, you shouldn't have <laughs> traded him away, so then you might have had a chance to win your division this but-
0: so, year. So, so, yeah, we're looking at Darnell Mooney. Yeah, uh, wide receiver for the but uh, it's Chicago not Bears.
2: Not that only play. Uh, either. There's multiple plays of him just getting wide open and like fourth Mr. Bisky just, just yeah failing
0: I mean, I mean he's I mean he's at 23 years of age for a uh, oh yeah for a dynasty dynasty um, yeah. receiver. I mean personally, I I knew Andrew and I were a little heated when we found out the Mooney was drafted. Uh, according, I mean he was my next pick if he was available um, he fell a little, he didn't fall too much but um, no very very good sleeper highly ranked among fantasy pros among NFL fantasy you name it it's Darnell Mooney show in, and I think Justin Fields is the is the reason behind that I don't think Andy Dalton will be the one that carries him as no, as no he, I'm not stand out. Um, I don't I don't think what Andrew's trying to say here either is that Darnell Mooney's going to like be uh Top three wide receiver in the league no. this year. It, it, it takes time, but it, he is—he can beat some guys off the line if he if he can get with the right quarterback. So, so keep an eye. I mean, keep an eye for, to keep an eye out for Darnell Mooney, and we'll see uh, see what he's got what he's got going on uh, with this next season. Um, I've got a couple sleepers in my mind. Um, I took early due to the fact that I had. Stud running backs and kind of had to move back um, to get some, some decent wide receivers. I had to push my bench a little bit with uh, the selection of Michael Carter with the Jets, um, rookie running back out of North Carolina. Um, upside, but hopefully, with kind of, I mean, the Jets have a decent offensive line, not the greatest. Um, hopefully, in that backfield, heavy backfield with him, he's got. Uh, He's got rough, uh, rough waters ahead of him, but hopefully Michael Harder will be a guy, guy that can can cement himself in in that RB one role for the Jet. But more importantly, my um, my guy, my sleeper, the guy I wanted from day one, I drafted him. I wanted him. I loved him. Um, Corey Sutton from Denver, receiver, had a I believe it was a torn Achilles coming out of uh, last year, had a little bit of struggling um, with all that. But I really think Corey Sutton is a perfect, perfect selection for your dynasty team. And it has nothing to do with this season. I think Corey Sutton will will get you good at a wide receiver three or four um, for for this year in dynasty. But personally, I think a acquisition of Aaron Rodgers to the Denver Broncos in – Next year's offseason will make Corey Sutton stand out a lot more than people are taking him. Aaron so
1: Rodgers is going to play another year.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Aaron Rodgers will will be is done in Green Bay. Well, you said he'd retire and will Saturday. either be he will be traded to the Denver Broncos, or he will be traded to either Miami.
1: Or the Eagles, have hurts to sucks
0: like Patrick says. <laughs> I think I think Aaron Rodgers. I I think if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, he'll walk away. But if that doesn't happen, Corey Sutton should definitely be on your radar for a wide receiver in your dynasty league drafts. With that being said, we'll move on. Um, go on to Josh's down or sleeper pick. Josh, you
1: for your um, sleeper. I'm not going like deep here for like dynasty league. Um, I just give. He's not really a sleeper, but I like Curtis Samuel. I don't know if you'd consider that a sleeper, but he is a later round. So uh, I think I agree, Josh, because I personally
0: traded for Curtis Samuel on my team. If you want him, Josh,
1: he's on the trade block. I started believing the hype after I started looking at it because Curtis Samuel. I mean, pretty pretty good with the Panthers, okay? Um, And I'm a little biased because I have his autographed helmet that I got uh, when I won the game to the Eagles. So I'm a little bit biased, but. Now he's with the Washington football team and he's with his former coach Ron Rivera. They said they're gonna be using him all over the field. I mean, who else do you have there as the number one guy? You got um Scary Terry. Scary Terry is the number one guy, but he's obviously he's gonna be the number two guy. With Ron
0: so, I mean I mean, I like Ron, Ron Fitzpatrick this yeah. year. I mean he might get you through eight or nine games, but yeah. but the Washington football team has a quarterback and has a fantasy quarterback. Yeah. That's another sleeper. Ryan Fitzpatrick people pick him up take him do whatever you need to get him he might be old he might be like pick up I mean he's Ryan Fitzpatrick I mean I mean don't go and get him in the first round don't be like a Trevor Lawrence Um, but but Ryan Fitzpatrick is definitely a selection that you
2: need on your on your line as far as value goes for taking Ryan Fitzpatrick, because you have to be careful taking a quarterback that old. I would not take Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, if we're not talking dynasty, then we'd it, yo, yeah. He's a, a streamer if you're time. not talking dynasty, for sure. But if you're talking strictly dynasty, don't take him anywhere. like. Yeah, don't take him Round down. 18 or lower. Mm-hmm. Don't take I mean, him any earlier than that. It's not. Yeah, yeah. And, Andrew,
0: I believe you have Fitzpatrick, correct? I do have Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So – Another, a good good Andrew tra- took him as like a third string quarterback, quarterback. quarterback kind of
1: streaming him right now so yeah. uh, Patrick. josh
0: you got somebody else
1: i do um he's not really a sleeper but um when you think about the tight ends we talked about us getting tight ends and wanting that big tight end so what is the three you got kelsey and then you have um kittle, kittle. and darren waller and darren waller and then possibly pitts could be like the fourth guy so i think if you're not going to get any of those big guys I say wait around and uh, here's a guy that I've been looking at is Higby. I mean, you got Matt Stafford throwing the ball. So I would look at guys like Higby Um, and he's, he's what I'd consider not really a sleeper, but if you're talking about that tight end position, that is really few on spots. Look at a guy like Higby. No,
2: I like that that a lot because you see what Stafford did with Hawkinson last year. Yeah. And
0: and to move it in even on with Stafford, um, Gerald Everett moved to Seattle. so. Tyler Higby is tight end number one. He is the guy for the Los Angeles Rams at tight end. And like you said, Andrew, Matthew Stafford is a um, tight end guy. Obviously loves- the, the, the
2: competition is. there in, um, in Los Angeles is a little bit stiffer than it was in, um, uh, Detroit, just because I mean, there's really, they have two really good, well, they have two decent receivers, um, Lines, of course, they don't. They didn't really have anybody other than uh, Galladay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's that's today. That's our that's our sleepers. That's what. You got one more. That's what we're looking at. I think Patrick's got one more for us. Two weeks ago, I would have said Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> sleeper, Tim Tebow.
1: Sleeps on Tebow
0: yeah, it's Tebow time.
1: Well, yeah. it was Tebow time. Not no
0: more. seat network. Two weeks ago, sleeper Tim Tebow. Yeah, definitely not. Don't don't pick up Team are Talking about the Eagles, if, I think
1: Deontay Johnson is a good. I mean, he's a rookie. We're talking about the rookie receivers. I think Deontay Johnson's a good choice. But if everybody is so focused on him, and you're talking dynasty later in the draft, and you can get a good value for Jaden Rager, go ahead and pick him up because he was uh, the guy that the Eagles was going after last year. And so, I mean,
0: he had some outstanding. I saw some clips on Insta, pick him up uh, him? some Insta pic or Instagram videos of him freaking. Going hand in the red one-hand catch, dude. Sure, that was pretty dope. Yeah. So that, that's our sleepers. Um, we that's who we think can, can maybe break it out in dynasty this year. Uh, we'll have more on that as the season comes on, and uh, of course those will possibly change as we get closer into the season. But that's our dynasty picks. Moving on to some busts that we think uh, just don't have it this year. Um, uh-huh. Andrew, you got a bust for this year?
2: Uh, it's my it's bust every year, and me and Josh actually. Made the world world's most pathetic trade last last year. Uh, Josh acquiring. Uh, well, it's more okay. I want to tell you right now. My biggest bust is Miles Sanders. Um, I don't trust that man as far as I can throw him. Um, I think Kenny Gainwell will consolidate his role as the true RB one. Um, wait, did I say Kenny Galladay
0: No, you said you said Kenny Gainwell, but it's yeah, Kenneth Gainwell. Okay,
2: good uh yeah uh gangwell will consolidate himself as the rb1 um it just, he just fits the system better i believe Also, he's not made of glass like miles sanders is um at the same time please don't draft joe mixon just don't do it it's not worth it
1: you don't thank you mixon.
0: see that's my bust. joe Mixon is is the guy that i think and if if for people that don't know andrew and josh last year in our redraft league Swap those two running backs. So it was pick. it was Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon. I don't, I don't think Joe Mixon awesome. will do completely. Uh, Complete yeah. shit with the uh, oh, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they more receivers. I mean,
1: they're going to be throwing more. I think that's yeah, what but I they don't have up. an offensive line. I know, but you think of the amount of times they're going to hand it off to him. I mean, he has to get something, right? He's so, also I mean, very- compared to all the other running backs, he's at least – I mean, at least he is the guy. He's not in a I mean, backfield that's with- splitting carries. Any
2: game, Bill, going to take his spot.
1: As far as Miles Sanders, I agree the Eagles have never had a um, – since LaShawn McCoy, they really haven't had a big guy. DeMarco Murray? Uh, no. <laughs> Not DeMarco Murray. He was a bust um, for one year. But they they have court, sort of a committee going on. But I do believe if you're thinking all these other teams that have committees going on, I mean, Miles Sanders isn't a terrible pick, but he is getting picked higher than he should.
0: Yes. Yes, very true. So, so if you haven't heard all this, Anders bust, Miles Sanders... Mind Joe Mixon, don't think he's going to do anything. Andrew doesn't think Miles Sanders will do much. Hopefully, seeing that Kenneth Gainwell can um, maybe take that lead back role in Joe the Mixon. rebuilding Philadelphia Eagles.
2: I'll just say that for he, my, Joe Mixon will definitely have a better season. Than
0: oh, I, I agree. I think Joe Mixon will do better than Not Joe. by much. But yeah, I, think, if, I, think I think right, right now, I think,
2: I, if I'm not mistaken, right now Joe Mixon is ranked uh, the 13th. Uh, quarterback, or not quarterback, but um, running back in ECR. Um, I would buy him probably around 18 20, something like okay. that. Okay. So you
0: heard 20. it here for our standard rounds. Round, go round 18 for Joe Mixon if you're in the Dynasty League. Um, moving on, Patrick, any busts for you? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. I, I had a feeling you'd come up with <laughs> this. Just, I just, don't, the Colts have too many running backs. I don't like. Picking him in the first round, it's not. Oh, I agree. Too risky. I, I mean, I, I agree with not picking Jonathan in dynasty, first round, but I don't he's think he's a bust.
2: He's, he's not going to perform as well yeah. as everybody's saying he is. He's, in dynasty, I liked him in the first round redraft.
0: He's not. Yeah, it's too many. we well, see. We're talking dynasty here, though, Andrew. Yeah, say, and the Colts always split up their picks. I would take. I feel like the he the had one season, season, like Lamar Miller, okay. and that's it.
2: He's, Let's say that, right I don't like that situation. Uh, I would, I would I say agree Jonathan to disagree Taylor here. over
0: Trevor Lawrence in the draft. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I agree to disagree. I think I, I don't disagree fully with with Patrick here. Um, I didn't pick Jonathan Taylor in my leagues just because I agree there is a committee backfield with Naheem Hines, Marlon Mack. Back, I like Marlon Mack more than I like Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, um, if he comes off that Achilles injury. I wouldn't pick Jonathan Taylor where he is. I don't think he's a bust. I think he's higher than expected. Um, the reason why I like Jonathan Taylor so much is the offensive line is solidified and yep. in a dynasty league. Um, the acquisition of Eric Fisher at left tackle for Indianapolis with Braden Smith and Quentin Nelson, Ron Kelly. we got, they, I mean, I mean, the Colts have a offensive line. Maybe, probably the best. Um, the hel- if healthy, the best offensive line in the NFL. Um, so my 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 say to that is, maybe don't pick Jonathan Taylor in the first round, but second round, late second. I mean, late first maybe, but early's there. In the early third. second, mid second, I think's where you. Need just for Jonathan just Taylor. The,
2: it just depends on who's sitting there. If it's, like, I wouldn't. He's in the him. third. I'd take him, but. I'd take you
0: around 107.
2: Yeah, see? So, so there we go. Over Trevor Lawrence.
0: Well, there we go with uh, with Jonathan Taylor as a possible bust. Maybe not a full bust, but maybe somebody we can consider move not reaching for when you do your dynasty drafts. Josh, you got a bust here?
1: I do. Um, I have a few, I think, that could be uh, Jamar Chase, I think, is a bust. I don't think that he should be picked as high as he's been going. I think he's too overhyped. Um, I don't think I believe uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers receivers. They're getting picked awful high. If I was going to pick one of them, I'm not yes. sure. I wouldn't pick Juju. I think he is a bust. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of wide receivers. Yeah.
0: And, and there's not a clear number one.
1: Yeah. So, and then Claypool, I mean, Claypool, he seven slant touchdown. He could be good. I think. If you're gonna, I think if you're out of all take, of them, you're going Deontay or Claypool, but I don't think you go Juju. If you're
2: gonna take one of them, you're gonna take. You need to take Claypool. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, So I would take, I, I would and I would trust Deontay Johnson over Juju. So. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> of course, J.K. Dobbins going down. I mean, he's well. That's that's a bust. I mean, obviously he's I mean, not, not really a bust it,
0: anymore. He's not an in the. I mean, guys don't. I <laughs> hear it here first. If you're in a dynasty league, just let J.K. Dobbins run through the whole draft. Hopefully, nobody will pick him. Go get him in waiver wire and yeah. put him on your
1: arm. That's true. Uh, yep. uh,
2: that
0: is my fault. So he probably won't go the whole way because people will pick him no, up. Uh, but I J.K. Dobbins, not a bus. Amazing. Just <laughs> wait, guys. Just wait. Just hurt, just hurt. He is out for the year. Uh, <laughs> so, that's, yeah. that's our bus. That's our sleepers. Um, I think we're going to just. Move it's on just is. a little bit. We're going to wrap things up here um, with something I heard today that I knew would cause debate and really mm-hmm. deep thoughts about something that I heard today on hashtag Greeny. If you uh, if you follow ESPN, Mike Greenberg um, is phenomenal at what he does. I hope to meet Mike Greenberg one day. Um, he's like an idol to me. Uh, does a radio show on ESPN called hashtag Greeny. uh and today, as I was listening to it, he had Matthew Berry, fantasy guru expert um, for ESPN Fantasy, um, talking about fantasy quarterbacks. And I heard him say something today that kind of caught me off guard. I had to call Andrew right, right away. I was like, Andrew, they just said this, and I have no idea what what is going on. And Andrew was livid, and I told Patrick and Josh about it, and they they have their thoughts, too. But basically, to sum it all up, Matthew Barry said, to succeed in the NFL, you have to have a quarterback that can rush. I'm going to let Andrew start this thing off because Andrew was heated when I called him. Um, I needed all that content for now. So, Andrew, oh. do you need a quarterback that can run to succeed in the NFL?
2: It definitely helps. Um, but... Like, I just I think about like the top like five quarterbacks of like of all, and I know what how where the NFL is going now. Um, I think about the top like five quarterbacks of all time, and not a single one of them is a rushing quarterback. Um, I think, well, who, who
0: do you who do you consider your top five NFL? Uh, the top
2: five. Well, like, as, as far as like just strictly off a of skill, not off of... well. Uh, Obviously, Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play a game. Um, But you also have to put Aaron Rodgers in the... Now, this is not not necessarily, you know... uh, Okay, you got Rodgers, you got Brady, you got Manning. um, I mean, you got Joe Montana. uh, And then you probably got, like, uh, John Elway. I would put John Elway, probably. John Elway, Dan Marino, they're kind of all... They're kind of bunched up towards the end. Um but just like none, breath, of them, none of them ever like ran the ball a ton. Every quarterback that I've ever seen come out of come out of college has been hyped up and been just like amazing runner. Like honestly hasn't done that much in the NFL. You got Michael Vick. His career oh, yeah. cut short for multiple reasons, but a lot of <laughs> That the- was outside of football though. Yeah, yeah. I well, think know, he would
1: have won the Super Bowl if he didn't have he, external no, practices. Same way
2: with McNabb. He was cut short. Robert Griffin III, the same way. Um, the only one that really retired and Andrew Luck uh, that wasn't a pocket passer. But I just, I definitely for sure helps, but I don't think it's a necessity. Um, if I'm drafting today, I am not touching Lamar Jackson with a 10-foot pole. Um, I don't think he's not, he's not going to be able to keep like what happens so what happens after you want to draft a quarterback that's gonna be there for 10 or eight to ten years I don't think people like Lamar Jackson can well, it's can be that long they can't, they can't that. physically take that but then you go out and get someone more like like a Josh Allen that isn't his main thing his main thing is not running he's very good at it but it's not his main. Um once Lamar Jackson loses his legs when he gets older, what is he supposed to do? Like, he, he's, he's not going to be able – he can't – he won't be able to compete in the NFL once he loses his legs. Yeah,
0: so, so, I mean, I, I think the consensus here for everybody is I think that's a, a touchy subject when it comes to what does it really mean to succeed in the NFL. Uh, does that mean succeed as a player? Or does that mean succeed as a team? Well, and you don't it, see you don't see these mobile quarterbacks.
2: Does it mean go out and win one Super Bowl, or does it mean go out and, and build a dynasty? Like, what what are, what are we defining as success? Like, sure, you can go out and get Lamar Jackson or whatever and win short term, but or you can go out and take someone like a Mac Jones and have a good system and consistently be good every year and end up winning seven Super Bowls or whatever, like Tom Brady's
0: done. So. Yeah. so, Josh,
1: what do you think? I think there has to be a balance to it. Um, being an Eagles fan, I mean, they had Cunningham, then they had uh, they had uh, Donovan McNabb, then Michael Vick. I mean, these were running quarterbacks, right? Um, yeah. But they never won anything. The exactly. closest they got was with Donovan McNabb. You see who they won with. They won with Nick Foles, who exactly. was a pocket passer. And I think that – I mean – in the NFL, I mean, I lean towards that. I mean, these running quarterbacks, they're more injury from. Uh, you see what happened to Wentz that season. I mean, he was a running quarterback. You may not view Robert, him as that yeah. now, but he was running, and he was that type of elusive quarterback. But
0: now look at him. Well, I think I think the, the question might have been mis, misinterpreted to y'all. Um, it's not necessarily just a rushing quarterback like you would see in a Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. and a Michael Vick. I think what uh, Matthew Barry is is saying is you need a quarterback that can move and run, so like a Pat Mahomes, Dak Prescott. Uh, I mean Lamar Jackson. Daniel there, Jones, uh, definitely <laughs> not. Um, just the the I guess quote unquote dual threat quarterbacks. Is that how? I mean I think that's how the NFL's going. And my yeah, take. Place. I mean I mean my take with it is is I think I think. You don't have to have a dual threat quarterback to win. I mean, look at Tom it Brady. Um, but I think having a dual threat quarterback allows your offense to be more creative in making plays and moving down the well, you field. You have to have is, more strength
1: if if you're not going to be that dual threat quarterback. Then you obviously have to be more accurate. Like that, your strength has to be throwing. Light. Well, you have Maybe to be have a pocket to be, presence too. Exactly. I mean, I mean Ben Roethlisberger. I mean. You have to make up for that lack of elusiveness. I mean it also factors in like who's your um who's your running back, right? I mean yeah. who's in your back. Can field. you check
0: down? Can you
1: make some Yeah.
0: So I mean,
1: you're not be doing that if you like, just yeah. depends on the odds. I mean
0: I, I mean that's what I think I think when what Matthew Barry was trying to say, and that's why I called Andrew was I kind of agree with him. I think I think to succeed you really right now, today <laughs> in the NFL today, you've got to have those spread offenses. You've got to have this this new way up, of, fast. of dual threat. Exactly. Defense, you can't serve. just
1: sit back there every time, take the sack, you know, I mean, you gotta be it. able to, yeah. speed yeah. on the defensive line. Yeah. I mean, look yeah. at Aaron
0: Donald. He comes yeah. off of there like, Josh
2: a, Allen. Yeah. he got it. If that's true, that how did Brady win the Super Bowl last year?
0: Well, I, I think, I, I think Brady won the Super Bowl due to the fact that, the, system, the, 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 the Super Bowl in Probably. itself, the, the, the quote unquote, I guess, highs of both teams were the Patriots or not the Patri- excuse me, the Buccaneers defense was stout and Kansas City's offense was amazing. Deep so when offense. you put Tampa Bay's offense against Kansas City's defense, I would pick Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Bucks over Kansas City's defense any day. Let me
1: let me ask y'all a question. Um, do you think that the getting out the ball faster like throwing it, do you? does that have to factor in? Absolutely. I mean, holding on to the ball too long. I mean, That's, I mean. Snap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, definitely. Improving on it. I mean, does
0: that factor that,
1: that? Obviously factor. I mean, release is, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, your time of release on the, as a quarterback, yeah. It's guy, like three seconds. Is, is,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean it's, it's speeding up with what y'all said. Yeah. The defensive got, line being The defensive faster. lines
0: are being faster. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, that means mm-hmm. that. Trending towards speed. They should worry about that as well. Not yeah. just the running, but. Hey, getting out of the
0: ball faster like and, yeah so I think I think just to wrap everything up with this is just the fact that dual threat quarterbacks can be can make teams succeed in the NFL but I don't know we I guess we would have to work out the definition of success um, with today's NFL I think that is where we're going um, past NFL I don't think that's what it was like we said with Mike Vick and stuff but uh, Andrew, got anything else to add before we wrap things up?
2: Uh, I don't think
0: so. righty, well, Patrick, Josh, anything? I'm good, just Michael Vick, Michael a Beast. That's funny. Yeah, show one my jersey. We'll get into some old school, some, some oh, yeah. old school players, our favorites and stuff. Patrick, got anything? Minshew's gonna start. He's going with Minshew all the way. Y'all heard it here first today. We thank you for joining us today um, on the Average Show Sports Podcast, and we'll see you next week as we gear up for week one of the NFL season.